Honestly, like, the release. best types of podcasts that I listen to are the ones where like friends are just like talking and they talk over each other and they make mistakes and say weird stuff and laugh about it and be cringy together. Mm. Listen to AT banter. <laughs> we got the cringy part down. <laughs> this is the AT Banter Podcast, a balanced and entertaining look at assistive technology, accessibility, and its importance in people's lives. Join Rob Minot, Ryan Fleury, and Steve Barclay as they banter with people around the world about anything and everything regarding assistive technology and the disability community. Now, on with the show. Hey, and welcome to another episode of AT Banter. Banter, banter. Oh, that was that was a ricochet. That was a swing and a miss, I think. That <laughs> was followed by a nice recovery. It was it was good. We'll keep that. We'll keep that. All right. We'll allow it. Uh, hey, my name is Rob Mino. Uh, joining me today in the very crowded anti gloom Zoom room is Mr. Steve Barkley. Howdy doody. Mr. Ryan Flurry. Hello, everyone. Uh, and Ryan, you want to tell the fine folks at home uh, what we're doing today? Sure. Today on this episode, we have not a newcomer to the show, someone who is familiar to most of our audience, Sean Marshallet from Blind Beginnings, joining us to talk about a new venture they are launching or have launched. And Sean has brought some guests along with her today that we're going to talk to. So Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's nice to be back. And with me today, I have three of my youth slash young adults. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, aren't quite youth anymore. That's true, actually. Yeah, very true. They're all 19 so, plus. Except in Sean's mind. <laughs> so I have Clement and Keisha and Nika Hello. with me today. Hello. Welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome. Nice to have you all on board. I don't think we I don't think we've ever had this many guests at the same time. Well, I have to say when I put it out there to the podcast co-hosts, oops, I guess I just gave away why we're here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> edit that out. Spoiler new- that out. <laughs> no, no. Well, we have a new podcast, very exciting, and uh, there's several co-hosts, and they're all Blind Beginnings youth and young adults. And when I put it out to say, hey, they want us on AT Banter, who wants to come? A lot of people wanted to be here, so this is very exciting. Come on. A lot of people said, AT what? <laughs> you know, what is that? What's an AT Banter? <laughs> okay, I might have said, it's a podcast. <laughs> no, and then she told them about the cowbell, and then they were like, oh, Okay, okay, we got, we got to get on this show then, because they have a cowbell. <laughs> if there's if there's a cowbell, then I want to. See, the cowbell is the driving force of why we're here. <laughs> honestly, honestly, for me, the word banter was was pretty much the draw. I was like, ooh, banter! I love to do that. <laughs> okay, so based on this small focus group, we need to change our name to Cowbell Banter. <laughs> last time I, I was in that motion. Last time I was here, there was no cowbell because there was no Ryan. So it's really nice oh, that the yeah. cowbell's back and Ryan, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, but mostly the cowbell. <laughs> Just Let's for that. be honest. 
All right. Well, you know what? Okay. So let's let's dive right in then. Let's talk a little bit about the podcast. Um, Sean, why don't you, what, what prompted you to, to start up a podcast and what, what about it felt like it was, it was going to be a good fit for Blind Beginnings? This is where she's supposed to say she saw AT banter and decided that she wanted to follow in your footsteps. Actually, there is a link. Um, The very first time I was on the AT banter podcast, one of my friends listened to it and said, you should have your own podcast. And I feel like that was two or three years ago. And I didn't really even know what a podcast was. And then a group of our youth were also interested in starting a podcast. And that's kind of been talked about for at least a year and it's just taken until now i think maybe you know once covid happened and we had to do everything on zoom it sort of took the pressure off of like how are we going to record this and do we have the right equipment and it's like well we can do this through zoom it's really easy to record through zoom and yeah maybe the quality's not as good as it could be but this totally works and it's really easy to bring people in to interview them because they just have to join from their computer. So super excited that we have this up and running finally, because it really has been something I have wanted for a long time. Well, I have to say, you know, I've been listening to the podcast since it launched. Oh, you're one of the few people. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, You know, I thoroughly enjoy it. And despite any, audio equipment issues the recording quality is actually really really good oh thanks so well that's all rob but (laughs) yeah so one of the questions i had is a where did the name limitless come from uh well it is uh our newsletter is called limitless news and uh our tagline is limitless potential is all we see We have a no limits philosophy at Blind Beginnings. So it was sort of a natural fit. And honestly, we couldn't think of anything else. But I love it. I love limitless. I mean, it's just limitless. It means we can talk about limitless things. But obviously, a big focus is on just demonstrating that the potential of people who are blind is also limitless. And so where do the topics of guests come from? Because you've had quite a, you know, you've only been five, five shows so far, but, you know, you've talked about exercise and you've talked about human interest stories. And, you know, uh, the most recent show was, you know, uh, a singer who is uh, blind as well. Um, tell, tell me how you guys find the guests and, and come up with the topics. So it's, it's a group effort, and I think that's where the youth are coming in. I'm really wanting them to pitch ideas. Right now, I mean, I look at it as let's bring in people who have a visual impairment just to, to show our audience, you know, how varied we are, how different, how talented, how normal, I guess, if I can say that, quote unquote, whatever that means. Um, so, yeah, it's been, you know, sometimes it's a program that I want to promote, There has been a little bit of that, definitely, or it's an idea that the youth have brought forward. And that's kind of the the point. So they bring forward uh, a suggestion and then I tell them to line it up, you know, okay, you want to interview that person, reach out to them. Let's, let's coordinate that and bring them in. My follow-up question to that, which is a little bit loaded is the guests. Do you guys enjoy participating in the show? What do you love about it? Um, I really loved like, doing a podcast just because that's kind of one of my favorite mediums of entertainment. 
and because I like podcasts way more than even Netflix, for example. So actually being able to be a part of something and a part of a team that creates something is really cool. Um, I, I just, I love being able to discuss um, in a roundtable setting, which is what most of our shows have been like, um, because I feel like it's such a, it's such an easier, it's an easier way to connect with people as opposed to um, being behind a newsletter or a YouTube video that has to be, you know, edited for conciseness. Um, you know, the whole point of a podcast is to talk, right? So I think that's one of the things that I really like is that we can explore things that we might not have time to cover or the, you know, space or length to cover in a newsletter article or a YouTube video. Whereas right. um, on a podcast, you can kind of take a bit, you have a bit more flexibility in how much time you get with multiple people and you get different perspectives and you exchange opinions, you know. And of course, the banter, because what podcast would be complete without a banter? <laughs> That's right. Are, are you uh, calling from inside an Alfred Hitchcock movie? <laughs> I know, I can hear the crows. And <laughs> That's, oh, sorry. That's, That's not fine. me. I don't know, I don't know who That's, That's Sean. <laughs> no. so and sorry. who's playing the guitar? We've got I don't guitar, know. That's not we've got crows. There's a Hitchcock movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, right. actually... <laughs> I mean, um, if you want <laughs> my opinion as well. Really key shot. You We're going to go Western now, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's really funny that we're talking about this right now. And I'm very curious about who's playing the guitar, because I thought that was just you guys doing sound effects or something. <laughs> oh, um, I wish I wish we had that kind of budget to have sound effects. Because it sounds really cool. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I love um, <laughs> this candid way that podcasts, this candid like uh, point of view, and that you can like, you know, um, kind of meet people where they're at. And like, if you have like really good conversational hosts, which we do, um, then, you know, the guests feel comfortable and we can lead into these really like organic, fun conversations. And it's just like a great way to just kind of like get some real perspective rather than like rehearsed or like, you know, scripted speeches, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's interesting that you say that because, I mean, the, it took us, I mean, we probably went through, ah, oh, geez, like three or four sort of content changes uh, over the first 20 episodes that we had because and we tried everything from like having topic shows where we would try to you know we would pick a, a a topic that we we would go and research and pull up a bunch of articles for and and talk and and be very informational based uh and that really didn't work for us it, it didn't it didn't fit well so i feel like you guys you guys are kind of ahead of the game because it's only been five episodes and you guys i feel like are, have already kind of found your feet i hope so i don't know I'm, the biggest room in the world is the room for improvement, right? That's what my grandpa taught me. <laughs> I'm sure that we still have a, some learning to do, but yeah, it's been fun though. It, and it's been hard for me to not be perfect and scripted after years of sort of always trying to sound polished and do interviews and be articulate and then kind of be like, oh, I'm not supposed to be. I'm supposed to just be myself and relax and be conversational. Right. So that's it, been a really and it does come across that way, Sean. Um, you know, you do come across as conversational. And, you know, I really enjoy the format of the show. I find that, you know, you guys have a pretty concise format. And the length of the show, uh, for me, is perfect. You know, about 25, 30 minutes or so. Um, 
you guys accomplish a lot, get a lot of information out, and you know, I think it's great. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I was digging that. <laughs> Who is that? Clement. It's gotta be Clement. Clement. <laughs> I knew it was him since <laughs> yeah. So can you give us an idea of what kind of topics might be in the future or what you're thinking about? Or are you guys just kind of going freeform and just, just playing it week to week? Uh, yeah, well, um, it really like it kind of changes pretty quick. Like um, I know that we have one coming up that uh, that is going to be kind of talking. Well, do, are we allowed to like kind of share yeah. Are we, yeah. Of okay. course. We, we, we've, we've got, got to one. sell the future episodes to the <laughs> we've got fans. One, <laughs> yeah. We got a very exciting one um, coming up about um, kind of discussing like uh, the media, like representation of visually impaired people in like film and television and, and like theater and that sort of thing, uh, which I think will be really, really interesting. And just kind of, it'll just be kind of a discussion. I'm not so sure we'll actually, well, yeah, we're, we're still working out the deets on that one, but and I know that, like, we have another person who's who is um, another one of our uh, podcast group <laughs> who's doing some work, um, interviewing someone about like assistive tech, um, and just like it, kind of like every week somebody is coming up or Sean's coming to us um, with an idea, or somebody's coming up with an idea that's you know new every week, and then people are lining things up, so it, it can change pretty pretty quickly. Um, and, and and it's really exciting. You you guys actually contribute to each other. Rob is yeah. paying attention to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, touche. Yeah, I, I I would say I would say we do go pretty free form in the sense that we don't, you know, we don't we don't have we don't have ideas planned out, you know, for the next oh, I don't know how, however long month or whatever in advance. But yeah, it's like Keisha just said. I think we kind of, you know, whenever somebody comes up with an idea, they'll just kind of throw it out there you know in our in our messenger group and kind of go hey so uh we haven't i just kind of thought of something or you know i saw something today you know a lot of people have said this you know i saw something really cool uh on youtube or on tv the other day and uh wondering if we can work this into a topic and then somebody will say yeah that sounds good or sean will say yeah that looks like an interesting idea can you find someone to interview um and then it'll kind of just take off from there uh like the harry potter podcast which uh i'm gonna geek out about because keisha and i are both in it um blind beginnings recently started a harry potter club and a book club and um that idea kind of came around first and then sean kind of said well hey since we're gonna do that anyway why don't we do a podcast episode that basically you know geeks out about harry potter um you know so we had keisha and i you know who are both longtime fans of the series and then we had Ginny who you know kind of is a little newer to the series you know and we talked about it you know we introduced the series we talked about why we liked it all that kind of stuff and you know of course promoted the book club so that's I think ideas kind of just come out of every which corner possible really yeah and after I listened to that episode I was actually saying to Rob it actually prompted me to start rereading the books again so I've started oh, there you go. see look you should join our book club okay. <laughs> you want to be you want to back you want to back in your 20s there Ryan uh, they were they were really good books I really enjoyed them and so you know I have no problem going back to them again that's cool it's yeah. funny Clement saying we don't really have a plan 
well, I always have a plan. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's not, I, you know, I'm, I'm always like, okay, I need to feel like we at least have two episodes recorded or ready or it, or in the works before. Yeah. So that I can relax for that week. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. I think I'm, and if we don't have a topic, then I'm just like reaching out, looking at our programs and saying, which of these can we talk about? And then asking the youth, Hey, who wants to come and talk about our life skills workshop or who wants to come and talk about our fitness class? So we can always draw back on that when we yeah. get stuck. Because I shouldn't say we don't have a plan. I probably, <laughs> probably said we're, we're flexible in the way we plan these things. Yeah. But yeah like, yeah, like Sean said, I think we generally like to have two episodes recorded you know, before we start putting anything out because that, yeah, like she said, gives us kind of a backup if, you know, for some reason one week, you know, there's dead silence and there's nothing that seems to be striking any sort of inspiration to anybody. Well, and you, def you definitely want that, you know, because I was going to ask yeah. the question, you know, I, I do most of the booking for our, our podcast mm -hmm. and I try to book shows at least a month out because the last thing I want and I hate is not being able to get a guest. And if we've got no show next week, it's just I start panicking. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, you know, you, you definitely want to have a backup just in case a guest can't make it or something occurs that, you know, you just need to fall back on. So. Yeah, we've been really lucky so far. There have yeah. been a lot of last minute slap togethers like, okay, here's what we're going to do in two days. <laughs> and I need this person. And I mean, fortunately, the thing about having last minute things now is, you know, most of us have time to yeah. jump yeah. in last minute if, you know, if we need to. So, Well, you know, and you know what's funny too is that what we found early on was the fact that generally... Nine times out of ten, if you ask somebody to come on a podcast and be and be interviewed, they're they're going to say yes. Um, we we were quite shocked at how easy it was to get people on, um, and I don't know if that's just because it's a it's just you know people are are, are kind of thrilled to to be a part of a podcast. Yeah, yeah, um, it's. An I think I think that is part of it because you don't you know. Everybody listens to podcasts, right? But I don't think a lot of people kind of ever picture themselves being on one. Uh, I know that was that was the first time I felt when you guys had me back, way back when. I, you, they've only had me one. They only they've only had me around for one episode, and I think now I know why. Uh, <laughs> it's that damn guitar. Yeah, it's that, it's that guitar and the fact that Steve's known me too long to trust anything I say. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the only people that have ever uh, rejected us were uh, Microsoft. Oh, damn, don't damn you, Microsoft. <laughs> don't that was recent, too. That wound's still fresh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not rub any salt in it, then. We did <laughs> by Microsoft twice. Oh, jeez. Did once. Ouch. So that was, that was a good show. Apple Accessibility has said no a couple. <gasps> really? Yeah. But they went on to another podcast, another accessibility podcast. It's like, what are we doing wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Why oh, them, we're not, not us? Lord, right now. I am outraged. Yeah. Write some. Let's let's get let's get a letter writing campaign going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we demand. Oh, I think I just people to talk to. No, I think problem Ryan. The problem is that we keep giving them the the address to the website, and they they listen to episodes, and that probably <laughs> defers them. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I keep telling them we want more Apple content, and they keep saying no. So, well, screw Apple. <laughs> <laughs> but we digress. Yes, we do. As we do. 
Clement and Nika and you guys have mentioned, you know, you listen to podcasts. So what are some examples of shows that you listen to? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I could go on a five-hour rant about this, but I'm not going to. Um, So basically, I love true crime podcasts. I'm such a true crime junkie. And one of my favorites is Case File True Crime. Um, I also am a huge fan of Harry Potter, and I am subscribed to exactly seven different Harry Potter podcasts because I believe in being a purist. Um, I also just love podcasts that deep dive into episodes of my favorite shows and kind of dissect them. Very cool. Yeah, a very wide, random array of interests. Yeah, uh, mine is definitely a little bit uh, more narrow. Um, I follow a lot of different churches, in North America because I have friends who attend them and I like to listen to what they talk about. So I, I have a few um, pastors who have Poodoo podcasts who I follow. Um, and then some other stuff would be a few of the accessibility podcasts. So AT Banter, of course. Uh, cool Blind Tech is another one that I follow because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a geek and I like tech. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, so any... any I, I, but I'm pretty open to anything, you know, it's, what those are just the podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis. But there are sometimes when friends will point me at a podcast episode for something, or um, I'll have a pod, I'll have a topic that I'm curious about. Is that a goat? Sorry, yes. that's that's the <laughs> sheep on a farm. I think. I'm sorry. This is the only quiet place right now, <laughs> and it's not very quiet. I gotta yeah, say. I, I was gonna say. Well, it's so it's 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 either gonna be it's either gonna be guitars or. Crows, farm animals. I'm, I'm just saying it's either this or video games with my brother. So right. you know. <laughs> no, actually, this is the first goat that we've had on the show. So <laughs> feel free, feel, get closer to the goat. Actually, <laughs> um, but anyway, can I? I would love yes, to yeah, go, go ahead. Okay. Um, sorry, guys. I'm, I apologize for the the sound effects. Um, there's some chickens as well. You may hear, but um, get closer but to the my, my absolute favorite podcast, like I have, I have a, a wide range as well, but my favorite podcast is one called Radio Lab, which is kind of this, it just, they report on a whole bunch of different topics, like really wide range, which I love. And uh, they, they're just, their reporting is magnificent and their sound effects and just everything about their podcast is really engaging. Um, and I've always really loved their style. And um, I also enjoy like... I love to hear interviews with just like people. Like I have this other podcast that I really love called other people's lives, which is just like, um, interviews with just like people with very, um, diverse lifestyles and, um, you know, whether just like, yeah, I I would highly recommend. I mean, some of them are kind of, some of the podcasts are kind of silly, but you just pick through and find the ones that are like interesting to you. Um, and then, um, you know, I don't know. I just, like I said about, about the Limitless podcast, I really enjoy the kind of podcasts that are like, um, you know, just that organic conversational style, you know, like it's, it's really, um, it just, it seems like you're, you get this opportunity almost as a, as a listener, as an audience member to sit in on a conversation that you're not actually having, but you get to be part of it. And, and I just think that's really cool. That's the great thing about podcasts. Yeah, and I think that that's, that's actually a really, really good way to look at it. Very early on, we, we realized the, the very same thing, uh, that, uh, that it's, it's all about conversation. And, you know, that, wow, that's, is that a cow? 
It's really distracting me. I'm trying so hard not to That's laugh. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find that is a different hilarious. Spot. I love it. Oh, I'm going to try to find a different spot. Well, so no, it was super windy before, so this is better. But I was just, up, I was just upstaged by a cow. <laughs> Rob is. Was it a cow? That's okay. It's fine. I thought it was a cow. It might have been. I think it's golly. a goat. Oh, damn you, goat! Push it to the cow, and I'll hit the cowbell. <laughs> I didn't. I thought that my phone would be blocking out more than this, but anyway, I apologize. No, it's fine, Keisha. I think. Okay, Apparently, you, apparently your will, yeah, you're, you're good. That's fine. That's, your that's your very listeners will get a treat. Um, <laughs> no, in fact, we're pro- we'll, uh, do we have a show next week, Ryan? We can let's talk to the goat. <laughs> <laughs> what, can this Keisha's coming back on? After? Just 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 play host to the goat. That's great. Let's um, you burn your animals. <laughs> 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 uh, I completely forgot what I was going to say. What were you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. It's okay. It was. It wasn't that important. Yeah, Radio Lab. That that is a great one. That was one of. That's one of the first podcasts I think I ever listened to as well. And their that their production values and and the information that they can pack into a forty minute episode is astounding. But you're but you're right. I mean, that is the power of the the podcasting platform, I think, is that when you create a podcast, you can really just sort of go in any direction. There's no going to be there's never going to be a set rule where you're sort of locked into a a, a certain format. Yeah, I think um, one of the other things we want the podcast to do is to educate people about blindness. So I can see in the future there might be some ranting about just you know those situations that happen in life all the pet peeves yeah i think um maybe there'll be some monologues (laughs) (laughs) it's like here's something that happened today and it's it's a frustrating thing that happens and this is why i find it frustrating and this is what i wish people would do and i feel like we could end up going in that direction too and i that's what i love about having a freeform podcast though is that we're not locked into things that we can talk about and things that we can't talk about really like you know as, as long as we discuss it first you know i think we're, we're open to a lot wider range of topics than we were to you know there's certain podcasts that you say oh we'll talk about this but uh ranting may not be part of the equation yeah uh, same time you want to come across as as being real open yeah straight and yeah. you know we all know as blind and visually impaired people life isn't always a box of chocolates no um, so, and that's just a, a fact of life. That's the way it is. And yeah. if we can share those experiences with people and, you know, give them solutions or, you know, show them how to get around a particular problem or suggest, yeah. you know, a solution, yeah. what we're doing is educating, right? And we all know the world needs more education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, and especially they need different perspectives. And I think that that's mm-hmm. the other thing that that colors all of these episodes, no matter what the topic is, is that it's all it's all from that perspective that I think is important to get out there. One of the questions I had for you, Clement, <clears throat> being a fellow guitar player mm-hmm. is and someone who's who's blind. How do you tune your guitar? Uh, perfect pitch. Yeah, he's he's a cheater. Show off. (laughs) Sorry, Steve. Uh, (laughs) Damn. Oh, can I tell the perfect pitch story? Oh my goodness! Yes, 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 you can. It's totally off topic, but since you went there, anyways. There. So one summer, um, we were at camp, and you 
I think you were volunteering. Were you yes, volunteering? Yeah. Yes, okay. So Clement was volunteering and it was the talent show and <laughs> our talent together, which is really more his talent was to play a song using water glasses and just hitting a spoon against the different glasses mm. and watching Clement tune the water <laughs> was the most <laughs> hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. So, you know, we tried different temperatures and, and it's like different amounts of water in the glass would make a different yeah. note. It was super cool. <laughs> yeah, cool for you. It was painstaking for me. Except at <laughs> the time we went to actually play the song, the temperature had changed in some of the glasses and it's like they a little bit went out of tune. <laughs> yeah. Welcome it's, to It's great. Yeah. Every every guitarist knows that problem. Temperature matters. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was that was I can I still can't believe I did that. <laughs> so, yeah, he definitely has perfect pitch. Um although so Ryan, to answer your question, actually I do I do use perfect pitch, but then now because I find myself playing live a lot more, um, I use a roadie guitar tuner. Shout out to Band Industries because they're really cool, uh, and this is tech related. So their tuner is accessible simply because um, it's not a tuner that lights up when you get the correct pitch. The tuner actually winds the string for you. So what you do is you put mm. the tuner, the head around the peg. Uh, and it'll actually wind it. And when it it uses vibrations uh, to match with frequencies on the spectrum. Oh, cool. so, yeah, so when wow. it yeah, so when it hits when it hits the right pitch, it'll beep and it'll vibrate. Wow. Um, and then if it hits the wrong pitch, it'll go and it'll vibrate. So then you <laughs> uh, <laughs> So it's a it's a nice it's a nice alternative. Uh, for situations where my perfect pitch don't work. Like, you know, when I'm on a stage and my guitar has to be muted and I can't tune it. Um, you know, unless I put my head down to my guitar, that lo just looks weird. So, yeah, I also have I've the, the roadie too for my electrics and acoustics and then a roadie for my basses. There, there, there you go. See, so we're on the same page there. Awesome. I contacted, I, we, we, should talk, we should talk to them. I, talk, I contacted them about accessibility because there are certain things that I wish it kind of did a little better. Um, but haven't heard back from them yet either. So, cool. Yeah, we see. We we should have them on. I mean, we had. I mean, that's the thing. That's the really fun thing about about coming up with topics for shows. Yeah. Uh, is that the world is your oyster? And like, you remember Ryan? Remember we had uh, Wheelie Guitars on, and they're they're a it's a just a small guitar maker down in yeah. the states, but they specifically yeah. make guitars for people who yeah. are in wheelchairs. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. super cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's the world is really your oyster when it comes to yeah. when it comes to people to talk to. Well, I mean, if you and if you can think about something to talk about, chances are there's going to be somebody who's willing to talk about it. That's right? right. That's that's the best thing. You know, we could talk to we could talk. You know, I, Ryan and I could and Steve could geek out about guitar gear forever. Uh, that's when I would love to talk about is accessible guitar gear. <laughs> well, we could do that uh, on Limitless. Yes, we could. Do our, yes, we could. <laughs> we could also do it on no, AT no, Banter. No, the idea came up on our show. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Steve? Uh -oh. Yeah, uh -oh. you can have that one. It's more technology. TM, TM. <laughs> show's over. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Nika, do you have any hobbies or interests and you know tips or tricks for, for what you do or what you enjoy? Um, yeah, so I'm actually starting to learn guitar as well, which is interesting because I'm doing it without kind of physical lessons because of COVID. Mm -hmm. um, but as for things that I'm actually 
good at, or I'd like to fool myself into thinking I'm good at, <laughs> is that I love um, fashion and makeup just because I think a lot of people assume that just because I can't see, I shouldn't care about my appearance or care about things that I'm not able to see. So I'm really passionate about kind of doing research into makeup, buying new makeup, doing my own makeup, presenting myself, um, just because you know, I can't see everything that I'm doing. I don't think it means that I shouldn't do certain activities that everyone else gets to do. And so how do you go about applying makeup in such a way that you actually know you're looking how you want to look? So um, I did kind of ask other blind people for help and watch YouTube videos, but I just kind of do a lot of blending. I really make sure I do everything symmetrically. When I put a brush in a product, I do a certain amount of swipes, for example. Um, I do have kind of low vision, so I will take pictures of my makeup, zoom in and see if it's kind of blended properly. I kind of try and really feel what I'm doing exactly like on my face. And also, you know, it does take me longer kind of than most people. Right. So does that mean, are we, are, can we expect a fashion slash makeup show of Limitless coming in the future? I would love that. Now, if I will be allowed to make a 10-hour podcast, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just an introduction to. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that would be a great topic. Yeah, and I think that might be something that, you know, most people who maybe becoming blind or losing their vision may not even think about, right? How yeah. am I going to yeah. apply my makeup or how do I wash my hair or how do I know the shampoo from the conditioner? Yeah, and I think a lot of people kind of think it's a frivolous kind of vain thing. And, you know, it maybe is. Like, that's a small part of my life. I have so many other hobbies that I do besides fashion. But um, I think it still has its kind of own place in life. For fashion, do you use any sort of color identifiers or do you still have enough vision to see color? Um, I do have enough uh, vision to identify um, colors, but I do also have a color indicator just in case I'm in somewhere that doesn't have good lighting. Right. And Keisha, we have to ask you the same question. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm always, like, adding new interests to my interest plate and always, like, exploring new things, but... I guess lately, like the big things that I've been really interested in have been like, I'm, I'm really big into theater. Um, I love acting and singing and carrying on. <laughs> and, um, and I also, um, it's funny because during COVID, similar to Nika, uh, I've started, I've picked up the ukulele, which has been really fun. And um, also doing online classes, and it's always it's always fun because I I don't know about Nika, but I'm always searching for like the kind of tutorials where they're giving you like put you know your index finger on blah 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 string blah 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 fret, and I'm like, and if they're not doing that, sometimes you'll get a tutorial that's like, oh, uh, just put this finger on that fret, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so annoying, <laughs> yeah, and then. <laughs> So anyway, but I mostly have had quite a bit of success. It's been a really good time. That's, and, a, that's what we should do, Ryan. Blind guitar tutorials. Sorry, Keisha. I was just going to mention that I don't know if he's still around, but there's a gentleman named Bill Brown who has music by ear, which are all lessons designed for people who are blind. And he's got guitar, bass, I think ukulele, violin, penny whistle. He's wow. Got, wow. That's pretty brilliant. Yeah. So if you look for Bill Brown music by ear, uh, hmm. you'll find those lessons. 
Yeah, and I can uh, send you a, I found a YouTube channel that has like a whole entire beginner ukulele course and they're really descriptive. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I actually took, kinda... I took a I took a 10 lesson one and it, and he was super awesome. He was just yeah. this random British guy that was really descriptive and I was yeah. like, "Okay, Bless I think you. you might be talking about the same guy." <laughs> that kind of that kind of is, you know, like the the one thing is, you know, learning instrument, you have to kind of just look at a billion and a half YouTube channels. You have to surf yeah. through them and find the good ones. Yeah, uh, because there's a there's a lot of lessons that don't need adapting. There are just a lot of people who are really good at describing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just, it just takes a lot of there. There just isn't any filter for you know blind friendly guitar courses. That's exactly it. Yeah, and then other than that, um, I'm I consider myself a fairly active person. Maybe not so much during COVID, but I I um, I'm really into like biking. And I was really into skiing before I started becoming a student and doing student budget life. But, <laughs> um, but like, you know, just, just, just trying new things is honestly a hobby of mine. <laughs> and so, so. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys this question. Did you always have the positive attitude or outlook to go out and try new things? Was that supported by your, your family, your parents, or was that something you had to learn? It, it's honestly kind of a mixture. Like, there are days certainly still where, you know, uh, like I personally don't always have, like sometimes I'll be like, oh, like it's hard. Like, you know, it sucks that some, some things are so inaccessible or, you know, I wish you could drive or this or that. But um, so, you know, those days do come and go as I know they do for many, but um you know, if you want, like for me, if I want to like be successful and keep going places and trying new things, like, you know, you're not going to get anywhere by sitting with a bad attitude and just like, you know, I have to, I have to be positive and I want to be positive and, and I have, you know, it's, you know, you just gotta, you just, because a lot of like anything that, how do I say this? But like anything that like, anything is possible. Well, within, you know, <laughs> a few limits, but, um, but there's always that first person who has to try it. And there's always that first person who has to like break those barriers to like, if you, if you're brave, if you're feeling brave or if you're feeling, you know, boisterous, then, you know, sometimes you can be the person that breaks down those, those barriers and, and, or just live your life and feel as find places, things that bring you joy. Yeah, and I, I would I would add to that by saying the same thing for sure. I, I you know, and that's one of the things that um, it's like it's like Keisha said. You know, we, it, everything's possible within you know within reason, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's like what Sean always said, and what Blind Beginnings always said. With us, is we believe in you know a no limits philosophy where everybody should be able to allow to be allowed to decide their own limits rather than having limits decided for you by people around you, right? Um, mm -hmm. and like Keisha said, you know, sometimes you just, there are any, you know, things that you can do. Somebody always has to start it and be a pioneer. Um, and I, I can speak to this because, um, I, I, I've done Aikido, mar uh, a martial art from Japan for the last five years. And Steve and I've talked about this extensively. And, you know, that was a journey of the same thing because to my, there were no other blind people, uh, at the time doing Aikido in Vancouver slash British Columbia. Uh, there have been, you know, 20, 30 years ago, but it wasn't for a long spell and it wasn't anywhere local. So nobody really had any history to go off of. So um, that was, it was, it was hard. You know, I, I would 
email dojo after dojo after dojo after dojo and all of them would either not reply uh which you know spoke pretty loudly uh, <laughs> or you know they would reply but it was they were either very reluctant or they'll say well you can come if you want uh or you know they would just say sorry can't do it um and it, it was it was really frustrating and so sometimes i think you just have to and for so for me that support that attitude of support mostly came from um all my teachers because my, my family has always been very iffy about things um in terms that i could so i did not you know one of the things i one of the places i did not get pushed to try new things was um my family environment but with in school and my teachers and with blind beginnings and seeing uh and with sean and other youth at cnib that the the idea was always well if you don't know if you don't try it you then you can't do it um and so that was kind of the thing that helped me get there and it took four years uh before i found a dojo that was willing to actually talk to me um and they were the ones that i stuck with so you know i i just yeah all that to kind of echo what keisha said about how somebody basically basically somebody always has to break new ground before it actually starts to look possible mm-hmm. i can actually relate to that so much especially kind of with the family environment and also trying to find a place that'll let you do an activity you're interested in because i went through the exact same thing with dance and you know i've kind of just always been told that i couldn't dance and i wanted to do ballet because of course i want to do the hardest type of dance that's out there and the one that has to be exact um, because, yeah, why be easy when you can be a difficult person? But I did find a studio eventually, and I was kind of able to make it work. And I think that kind of came from a lot of the confidence I gained from being a part of Blind Beginnings. And even today, I kind of struggle with the idea that I can set my own limits. Like, I have some days when I'm so determined to do my career and work in the medical field, but I have some days where... Like what I've always been told is that the only thing I could study are psychology, computer science, and being a vision teacher. Like sometimes I do have those days where I feel like I should kind of go back into the box that I'm told to go in. And it's something that kind of I'm struggling with and I'm kind of, um, it's an ongoing issue. And I think I have gotten a lot better ever since like joining the youth leadership program. There's a, there, there's a, there's an expression in, Aikido and Japanese martial arts that I really like uh, because Aikido and other martial arts like judo and stuff have to do a lot with falling and learning how to fall properly and get back up. And I think that that's always been something that stuck to me as well, even before I started doing Aikido, but more so since I started uh, five years later. And it's uh, the expression is translated kind of literally translates to, you know, seven down, eight times up, which means every time you fall, you have to you will you have to find the strength to get up yourself uh, and do it again. And so yeah, I, I hear what Nika's saying because I think everybody, you know, and Sean maybe you can add more to this too. But I think everybody has down days, um, and you just have to kind of you have to let yourself lie there for a bit and then find you know and then you know get up again once you're ready. Uh, or sometimes you might not be ready to get up yet, but you know, but somebody else will either pull you back up or somebody else will be vocally pushing for you to get back up and, you know, do it again. Um, and so, So I'd be yeah. kicking you to get back up? No. <laughs> get up! Yeah, it's probably more of a kick for me. Yeah. Get up, you guys. Yeah. Come yeah, on. We got this. Yeah. 
I mean, hey, whatever, whatever makes you get up, right? As long as it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as it doesn't I, kill you. I think um, I, I, when I started Blind Beginnings, I was so much the cheerleader of no limits, no limits, no limits. And for a few years there, I forgot to talk about how it does take a lot of resilience and you do have to really persevere. And it is a lot of work to be able to achieve whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And, and so I've kind of realized that in the last few years that it's yes, there, I do believe there are no limits or I believe that what people think are limits are not necessarily limits for us. And there always is a first person who did it right. And everyone believed they couldn't and they did it. So even the things we think are limits maybe aren't, but it's not easy. It doesn't happen easily. It definitely means you gotta, you gotta really push hard to, to rise above all of that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've noticed over the years. I haven't always been blind. And so, you know, coming into contact with organizations like CNIB and Blind Beginnings and listening to podcasts and hearing people's stories about what they're accomplishing and how they're accomplishing them, you know, you guys are right up there now. Even though it's only five episodes in, you're encouraging, you're inspiring, you're motivating people. And... You know, I just, again, you know, I want to say kudos to you guys and I continue to want more episodes and look forward to more and what the future holds for the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. That's very encouraging. Yeah. And I think that I would add, add to that, um, that, you know, I think that one of the things that that's going to make the podcast very unique is, is this youthful energy and this, the, the, the unique perspective that, that you guys have. And, you know, when you think of a podcast, too, the other great thing about it is that it's, you know, you, you could be talking to, to people in Ireland or Russia or, I mean, there's, there's no real border to who you could reach. And, um, you know, if one person out there uh, listens to the podcast and, and relates to what you guys are talking about and it makes their day a little better, you know, it's going to be all that hard work is going to be really worth it. And don't expect people to email you saying how much we love the show because it doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, you probably get more emails about what people don't like than people. Recording the shows and putting them out there because you just don't know who you're reaching. Yeah, Yeah, it's a weird (laughs) thing. I know I I keep asking for numbers and but what does that mean? And how many people actually listen to, you know, just like, did they listen to all three? Did the same person? (laughs) Like, we don't know. Stats. Yes. If you want to get letters, you got to lip off Apple. (laughs) (laughs) i think we're a little young to get controversial we might need to Ooh, i don't know about that it's never too early to be controversial sean especially 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 in 2020 well actually let me throw this out to the room and just whoever wants to answer or has an answer just jump in but is has anything surprised you about podcasting in terms of now that everybody has an episode under their belt was it easier than you thought? Was it harder? Was What didn't you like about it? Just anything at all, just general thoughts. Well, one one thing that I really like about podcasts, or at least in, in the way that we're doing it, some podcasts are different, but it's just it's just audio. So, you know, you don't have to worry about how you're presenting yourself in terms of, like, your body language and whatnot. Um, so it's, you can just focus on just your ideas and the things that you're putting out there and the concepts that you guys are discussing. And, um, I, I personally really enjoy that because it, you know, takes, takes the pressure off a little bit. Um, you know, it's, 
honestly, I was surprised at how easy it was to have to podcast with Limitless. It, it, you know, I, I kind of was like, oh, this is, is it going to be, am I going to be really nervous? Is it going to be like, is it going to be like awkward silences? But it's so much easier. You, you can and... you can edit you can edit out awkward silences. <laughs> well, that's it. That's, that's the right. best part. But mm-hmm. I was just I thought for myself I was like, is it gonna be like when I step out on stage and like have that little moment of ah, or but no, it's just more like I'm having a phone call with my friends and <laughs> and it's you know everybody that I've had the pleasure of being on podcast with has been really easy to talk to. So I think for me I'm realizing. Like, because everybody I've interviewed so far, I've known pretty well, and I forget that the listeners don't. And so I'm having to remember, like, I, we could probably do a better job of introducing our guests, maybe, or letting them introduce themselves or, you know, be like halfway through an episode. And I realize the listeners don't even know this person's blind and it's kind of relevant to what we're talking about. So that has been something I'm just aware of as I'm listening to the episodes. But it's funny what you said, Keisha, about not having to worry about what you look like and your body language and how much pressure that does take off. Because, you know, in any media interview or any other kind of place where you're the, especially for me, being the face of the organization all the time, I'm (laughs) always worrying about that. Am I dressed appropriately? Is my hair okay? Like, do I have, I don't know, whatever. Like, I'm just always worried about my appearance. And yeah, it's Mm -hmm. so nice not to have to do that. Well, and even with, even with video, right? That can be, that can be an issue. Even if you're not in person, if you're on a zoom call, you know, you kind of go, okay, what can they see behind me? Like if I didn't make my bed this morning, can they see that? Or can they see the shelf that's to my left that has stuff that, you know, just like it, that, that's a mess. Personal you know, stuff. Embarrassing yeah, things you don't want people to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luckily not me. Like but my, can you see a... like my pictures of me when I was like a baby? Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, is there, you know, what, you know, what, and finding out what's in the, you know, figuring out what's in the shot is really kind of, you know, I, I find really frustrating, which is nice to not have to do. Or like um, accidentally forget that you're gonna like that you're picking your nose and you're like, yeah. oh, oh, oops. <laughs> or like, you know, you're running, you're, you know, somebody will say something and you'll do a face palm and you'll be like, oh yeah, right. They're watching me. Shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> a face palm to that. Rolling your eyes. You know? <laughs> on our uh, on our pub nights when we do our our pub nights on Zoom, a lot of people have their cameras turned on. Uh, and many of them don't have vision either, uh, but they've still got their camera on. Oh and boy. it's interesting to see the facial expressions on some of them when, when certain people talk. Oh, you know, yes, I can, you can imagine. See, you can see the eyes roll time. <laughs> that is funny. That is, well, that, that's hilarious. My favorite is like when, for example, if we're having like a, a meeting and it's like a Blind Beginnings um, youth meeting or whatever, or and we're like, you know, most of us are visually impaired and, you know, some of us have our cameras on, some off, but like, I know that there's like, there's a couple employees for Blind Beginnings or like participants who have more sight and I'm like sitting there wondering, I wonder what they see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are there any topics that are going to be off limits on your podcast? Ooh. We actually, I did ask them that question actually. And I was shot down. We're called Limitless, so there should be. <laughs> Came back to bite you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're obviously trying to keep it, like, family-friendly, but... <laughs> True. But yeah, we're, we're... I mean, yeah, like, why, why not talk about some, some of the 
bigger and smaller things. things. Well, and again, I think, you know, there are topics that people may want answers to. And if we're all kind of hiding in the dark, afraid to talk mm -hmm. these subjects, nobody's ever going to learn, right? So yep. somebody mm -hmm. has to step out into the light and say, yep. here's how it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's what I like about the fact that we are going in a, in a direction where we, ha where we may have, you know, ranty sessions, because I think a lot of people expect podcasts about disability to be uh, inspiring. And I said that, mm -hmm. sorry, okay, so my, my camera is off and I'm doing giant air quotes with my hands right now. But, you know, it's like people like, it's positive. And I'm like, no, it's actually not. And so I like the fact that we're open to that idea because, you know, like Ryan said earlier, it's about being real, right? Um, the nitty gritty. You don't, yeah, yeah and you, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to pretend that, you know, being a blind person is always, you know, my goal is to encourage people by telling them all the positive things I can do. <laughs> and then, you know, whereas I, you know, I, I want to be able to tell, and this is what I do, try and do to my, especially with my friends who are sighted, is I say, hey, today sucked. And you know why? Because I'm blind and I live in a society that's not meant for blind people. Absolutely. You know? um, and I think that's really important. So I think, yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't, you know, personally for me uh, for, and things I'm willing to talk about, there isn't a lot that would be off limits. But, you know, I like the idea that our podcast is willing to be transparent. Man, I'm looking forward to these future episodes. I don't know about these guys, but man, I can hardly wait. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I, I'm waiting to hear the future episodes where people are bending over and smashing their forehead on tables like I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> we can talk about that. That could be a topic. <laughs> All the different ways top you accidentally ten, hurt yourself. Top 10 stupid blind moments. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be super funny for the blog. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> All right. You inspired us, Ryan. Leaving, uh, your, thanks, leaving, your, leaving your Windows Messenger on at <laughs> Blind Camp and not realizing your display name was changed because you didn't check that part of your screen. <laughs> that, that would never happen. <laughs> or not realizing you're talking about how much you don't like one of your university professors when they're walking by. Oh, no, that's a bad Ooh. one. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. But your, but your GPA didn't around. look very good after that. <laughs> my, uh, my son's doing an electrician's uh, course at uh, BCIT right now, and they've switched everything to Zoom. Yeah. And uh, some of the profs have no idea really how to conduct an online session. Oh, my God, so yes. He was, uh, he was in one the other day, and uh, somebody forgot to mute their microphone while this guy was fussing about, and uh, you, you suddenly heard in the middle of the presentation, dude, what are you even doing? A <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> slip up. <laughs> yep. uh, oh, oh, man. Classic. Happens to sighted people, too. It's not just us. Yep. yep. <laughs> this is a side note, but we're going to have so many funny stories about, like, all these, like, little things that we've had to do since quarantine and everything oh my goodness oh, like all yeah. of the zoom and like schooling and oh it's gonna be it's gonna be a time yeah you gotta have you gotta have a segment each show called one time at bond camp <laughs> <laughs> got 10 years of bone to draw off of that exactly yikes uh okay well let's tell the fine folks at home where the heck they can find the limitless podcast 
Oh, we're everywhere where you find podcasts, but uh, <laughs> blindbeginnings.ca slash limitless will take you to the top four five. or five most recent episodes. We are also on we are also on Apple Music and Spotify. And Woo-hoo. I think we post our episodes to the Blind Beginnings YouTube channel as well, right? That's right. So we are literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. Limitless possibilities <laughs> and locations. well listen everybody uh we are so thrilled to have you guys on this has been a lot of fun this is way funner than most of our other uh episodes so we might we might have you back wait wait and wait what's the goat's name because i'm (laughs) sorry We need I to am give mention so sorry. to the goats. Okay, believe it or not, believe it or not, those sheep are actually like two acres away, and you could hear them that clearly. And wow. there's there there are there are about thirty sheep, but oh. um, <laughs> but yeah, I, to me they sounded distant. I was like, oh, they'll surely not hear this. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guys at Zoom didn't think about how to noise cancel farm animals yet. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I apologize, but they have many names. Um, the, yeah, <laughs> the you don't. Do you actually know all thirty you, names? Not all thirty, but we have a couple. No, I wouldn't tell them to their faces that they're our favorites. But um, we have oh. a few. We have a few favorites <laughs> that we <laughs> that we have named. Um, well, for example, one of them. We her name's Thumbelina, and she was a bottle lamb. Anyway, um, I'll have another podcast. That's another limitless episode. Yeah, we'll talk about sheep. Farm, farm tour of farm tour with Keisha. Yeah, that's um, a great idea. Casting and, uh, all of the drama between the animals, which yeah. we like most. All the um, tea. And do, 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 do you? So every time, but every night before you go to bed, do you count all thirty? <laughs> <laughs> you, is that how you go to bed at night? <laughs> No, you know what? The hard work of the of the farm day is not to put this girl to sleep. <laughs> I, I, I smell a Netflix series, like in, yeah. in the vein of Tiger King. It can be Sheep yeah. Queen. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good. Uh, now this will forever be uh, down. This is street. this is this is on the internet. You're not. <laughs> it's gonna be out there famous now. now? Remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who reached out to us from Russia? They will hear this in Russia. That's right. That's right. We do have a listener in Russia. So that's so cool. That's Hello, Svetlana in Siberia. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Right. That's cool. We were exactly. impressed. We tried to get her on the show, but she apparently thinks that her accent would be too thick. I don't know what we would talk to her about. Just you're in Russia and you listen to us. <laughs> that makes, that makes you, you fairly unique. That's right. She works for me that we can talk about later. Okay. <laughs> great all right guys well listen thanks again for coming on and uh we look forward to more episodes and uh for anyone who's interested we're going to include all the limitless links in our show notes so you can go check them out highly recommended thank thanks you so for much for having thanks very much yeah yes. thank you so much thanks for all right coming, guys. guys oh that was fun yeah absolutely need more of that yeah, you know what? Well, I, I I really do feel like that's con- that's what makes the podcast really unique is having that youthful energy and that yeah. that it's it's a very unique voice and they've got such an energy and such a positive attitude and I feel like that's really important to share. Yeah, I agreed. Like I said, you know, during the interview, um, when I listen to the shows, I find that they're uplifting. And, you know, they're encouraging. They're inspiring. A lot of the stories. 
um, and just kind of make you take a, a look at yourself and go, hmm, why aren't I acting that way or, or doing this? You know, if they can do it, so can I. And, you know, we put ourselves in boxes and you know, that needs to stop. I, I don't know of any other um, podcast out there that is, is like this one. Um, so I think that they really have, they're, they're really positioned well to really make a difference. They need an Instagram account. You got youth with energy. Yeah, there you go. It's that yeah. Instagram. Exactly. The kids love that Instagram, I tell you. Absolutely. Uh, wow. Well, that made me tired. That's, that, uh, that was a little more chaotic than we're used to. But we're old. See, that's the thing. They can take that all in stride. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, I need a nap now. Uh, hey, Ryan. Yes, Rob. Where can people find us? They can find us at www.atbanter.com. They can also drop us an email if they so desire at cowbell at atbanter.com. See, they don't have a cowbell. That's what they're missing. <laughs> but they can't have the cowbell because that's our thing. But so they'll have to do like psych like a tambourine or <laughs> like a triangle or I don't know. Well, some they, other percussive instrument. They've got their... Um, Oh, what's the guy's? I forgot the author's name now, but they got the guitar player. Oh, uh, not yes. Clement, but they've got. Uh, oh, geez. Bill Brown? Who, who you doing? No, it was an author who's mystery, suspense. Um, an author, mystery? Now I'm intrigued. Where do we get this reference? Okay, it's an author the who plays the guitar. Similar to, no, similar, similar to the music Clement was playing. like Alfred Hitchcock? Hitchcock, there you go. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Now, could do it again. I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they could use they could use Clement's guitar playing as their their instrument of choice instead of a cowbell. Just That's those true. Little... That's true. I, why didn't we think of that? We, you should totally have the guitar in your hand when we're doing uh, we're doing the show. You live in the guitar dungeon. I do, but they're on the wall behind me. Well, take take them down. <laughs> we we do we we could be having musical like little musical things. That was that was very. I liked it. I, I liked the little musical background. All right, Steve. Next week you're up. Grab your guitar. Yeah, I'd have to tune it. <laughs> Maybe put new strings on. I can't believe they have a thing that actually tunes the guitar for you. Yep. Yep. So I mean, I, all I need now is the one that plays the guitar for you, and then I'll be. <laughs> they, they do have that. Do they? Where you can just yeah. strum and it does it? No, no. It's called a musician. You pay them. Oh. Off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had me going there for a second. Uh, where were we? Uh, we, we? Email cowbell at atbanter.com. Where else? Where else can they find us? <laughs> I don't know. They it's, can... I, it's just not my, it's not my department. <laughs> I'm the email guy. I don't know. I don't know. I can't you think of email. All right. Well, I can tell you where, where else they can find us. Okay. Yes, yes. They can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, that's right. That's true. Well, that was a big show. Uh, big thanks to everybody out there for listening in. And a huge thank you to everybody at the Limitless Podcast. And we will see everybody next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Canadian Assistive Technology, providing low vision and blindness solutions across Canada. 
Find us online at www.canastech.com. That's C-A-N-A-S-S-T-E-C-H dot com. Or call us toll free at 1-844-795-8324. For all your assistive technology servicing needs, call Chaos Technical Services at 778-847-6840 or find them online at chaostechnicalservices.com. 